Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Play Radio. And we have a lot to talk about today. We have a very important topic to discuss with you. And when I say we, you know I'm not alone. So please um, pay attention to everything that goes on for the next 25 minutes. Now you know how much time we got. So be very cautious and just pay attention to everything happening in the next few minutes so before i go any further please tell me what we're going to talk about because i want them to hear you talk about it first (laughs) um so we're going to be talking about artists and like how they put themselves out there and one of the main categories I want to focus on is like how artists get themselves plays on movies especially big box office hit movies and most of the time you might have might have not heard of that artist yet but you hear a song of theirs on the movie that's been anticipated how do they go about getting that type of exposure and what all goes into the process of success afterwards. That's a really sensitive topic, which is good because most people don't know how to get their music out there. But the whole point of getting your music out there should not be for the reason of being heard because you just dropped a song on the Friday. The reason why your song should be heard is because you have a message and you need to have a team that can get that message out there. So that's the only way I believe that you can be able to build a strong found base. And look at people, for example, like Cardi B. You know, she came out and she had a very solid team, which she still does. And she's strong and she has a team. I know she's doing it by herself, but there's a there's a big-ass team behind her because they know the work it takes to get and stay consistent. Kendrick has a team. Jay-Z has a damn rock nation. So you you have to know that when you do stuff, you have to be intentional. And when you make music, just like this song that I dropped mm-hmm. called Best. Oh, let everybody know. This is you in the background. Oh, yeah, that all you keep hearing is me. <laughs> yeah, and it's all Maya's idea yeah. so it's it's great and I think for artists let me say like this before I even go further if you haven't registered your music or copywriting your music then please don't do that because you're already spoiling your catalog by not being registered you need to go to BMI ASCAP EMI and just have your stuff registered I have my registered stuff with BMI because I know how important music is for me. So you need to register your music and then go to literally, let me tell you how easy this is. Let me just give you like a case example. Go do a great song. Have like a couple of bucks around you. Let me give you like a hundred dollar bucks. Like this, that's just like off the rip. Do a hundred dollars, have a song and then drop that song and then go to a gas station, talk to the manager, and say, hey, like, can you play my music or something? Or just be very active in your city 
and then maybe put some cards and then let them pick the cards for free but engage with your audience because that way people are going to see what you do and the more you keep doing it of course the first time it's not going to be like oh everybody fucks with my music nobody probably cares and don't let that stop you because if you did or if we did we wouldn't have people like Ed Sheeran today right. we wouldn't have people like Lizzo today so you need to be very serious about what you want to do and you got to do it the right way and have a team when you have a team have advisors and the number this is the gold tip when you have these three things everything else will work out have a lawyer have an accountant have a manager the manager will do everything else you need to worry about or not worry about the lawyer and the accountant will definitely handle all the legal and financial work that you need to not worry about because you are creative so be intentional but I also want to know what you think because the industry is changing today and everybody has crazy music and you're an old soul. You have amazing music taste. Yes. So, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yes, I'm an old soul. And the way I look at it, it's like everything you, you just said, first of all, is very important as far as engagement. You want to have artist engagement. You want to, you want to put yourself in a position to where people feel like they can relate to you. And that's, to me, what makes artists blow up. And I think the... I think all of that kind of like birthed a question in me. Like, do you think that's how some of these artists actually get to a movie? Because are they going out into the community? Are they like not necessarily trying to get big numbers online yet? But are they going out in com- into the community? Because I know when I did the whole PR thing for my artist, what we wanted to do was we wanted to get him flyers, we wanted to get him posters, and we depo- we wanted to post it by all the Waffle Houses in Georgia, you know, mm. where people go, you know. We wanted to, like, get his name out there to the point where we're posting him so, in so many different pace, places. People are like, who is this? Like, yeah. who is this? Like, I'm seeing him everywhere. Who, who even is that, you know? Yeah. So that's the approach we kind of took. And even as a PR, I wasn't even, you know, his promo team, but I still acted as that Yeah. in a way. Um, because he he wasn't that big and we weren't that big as a team so wherever he goes we go so I think is that something you think is a smart idea because when I think of artists who made it on like movies and you know TV shows um, I had no idea who they were before they made it to the show that did the hard promo work already that established itself you had no idea this scene was going to happen where this person's song is in the background yeah and they were good enough to make you like shazam it and wonder who this <clears> is exactly um and it makes me think of SZA I was talking about her earlier yeah so Solana shout out to SZA by shout the way shout out to SZA I just looked it up so she's actually signed to TDE so when it comes to a team like you mentioned earlier a good team might have just been TDE for her because we found out about SZA what I did in power Power was one of the hottest black shows out at the time. It was, it was crime. It was black faces. It was interesting characters. It was suspenseful, and it was good music. And it was Fifty Cent. So, when I heard her on here, I was like, she's really good. Um, I'm pretty sure that's why Fifty chose her. Um, and I automatically Shazam the song. I found out the song was called. Um, 
I can't remember the name of the song, but it's a vibe, and I promise we'll, we'll put it in here somewhere. Like, we'll try to tag yeah, it. Yeah, we'll make sure we give it to you guys um, live and it, direct. It was an early, like, season one, definitely season one of Power. Ooh, and, season uh, one. Yeah, and uh, Ghost was taking a shower, and her song came on. It was pretty dope. I want to find it um, right now. I feel bad because I, um, I usually know it. <laughs> you see, we're gonna give it to you guys really good today. Like we have so much information to tell you, so. But I think that she did a good job. Like yeah, because she made it to a show, and I would have not have known about her if it wasn't for that show. Did and you? now I'm more connected to her than I am with Power. Isn't that crazy? You, that's what happens when you now connect artists and you connect music because you have an intention. Did you remember when SZA came out with? the track with Kendrick on Black Panther? Oh, that just popped up, actually. All the Stars? Yes. Yeah, that song, I played that song in 2017, back to back to back to back. You know when you drop those um, 2019 wrapped artists, you know, at the end of the year, it tells you how many songs you listen to? That song was, like, on number one. <laughs> oh, the song is called Bed. I think it's bed. called Bed by SZA, and it is Bed. I can't believe it, girl. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my jam. Like, that was the song that made me, like, stream all of her music and, like, fall in love with her. And she was the whole vibe before Control came out, which I, I love Control. But I feel like most people who got hooked on Control, they didn't really know the 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 vibe of SZA yet. True. I think SZA is like, you have to listen to SZA when you really, really want to be in that solemn attitude and just want to embrace the artist. Because when you listen to SZA... She's a dancer, too. She's a dancer. Like you, She's beautiful. You know? Dark skin, chocolate skin. And there's a time when she went to Australia. I didn't know about that. I think she went to Australia and Cardi also went to Australia, too, at the same time. It was like some... Christmas package kind of thing, and it was dope. And I was like, "Look at y'all going crazy!" Yeah, going crazy outside of the you know what I'm saying. You know boundaries, and that's when you know like your real self. That's why we talk about culture and we talk about being in positions to be one with yourself. You know. And do you think being one with yourself is like what helps you to grind so hard to get that exposure? Because what I really want to focus on is like, how do they get to the point where? Even as an artist, there might be people in, in his neighborhood or homeboys or homegirls that know this person from a few songs or stuff like that. But how do they get to where they get on a global scale to where like they're being featured on the next hottest show or the next hottest movie? And that's how we, me and you, find out about them. You know, somebody yeah. from, you know, Africa and somebody from, you know, the United States. Yeah. How do we to find out about somebody from Europe. I think the best way to bring yourself out is to remain consistent and also to remain relevant. And then when you do those two together, you find creative ways to make music that can fit into society's culture because you can never know what's popping until it happens. Mm -hmm. And you can't keep on predicting it because if you do, you're going to keep falling behind. So the best way to do it is be one with yourself. Create the music that means the most sense to you. 
and then someone is going to come up with a campaign. Yeah, I think it just happens. It to, just happens. It just happens to be it's that crazy. this message conveys this scene in the show. Exactly. Or this scene in the movie the best in such a hardcore way that we want this to be exactly. on our movie or right. show. And it also is hot. It's popping. It's fire. Nobody knows what it is. Mm-hmm. So it's a brand new feel. And people are going to want to know who this artist is. So it's Exactly. It's, it's kind of like dual promo. Like yeah. I'm doing, it's a symbiotic it relationship. Is. You Facts. doing it for me, and I'm doing it for you. It's mutual. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool. Like I think that when it comes to the entertainment industry, there's so many little intervals that bring it all together. Like yeah. you could be doing a commercial, but that commercial had the kind of flow that's popping. Exactly. And that's what made your commercial successful. And in the end, it also made that song more, you know, popular. Exactly. And for you to make, like, to answer your question, too, when you want to make your music known out there, the most important thing is to be everywhere. Be everywhere. Don't say, oh, I don't like Tidal. Be on Tidal. Be on TikTok. Be on Spotify. Be places that make people... Make a meme out of yourself. Exactly. Go dumb. Go crazy. Don't don't go crazy, you know crazy. The, the, box. the box? Yeah. Do you know what, like, what they were talking about, how that song went from being recorded into the studio... So the next you know was on every meme, every gif. Uh, it was just generated and repeated so many exactly. different ways. And it was because he he creatively put the song out there. He made it something memeable. Right. That's actually a term. That's a thing. Being mm-hmm. memeable. Memeable. Like, like be relevant. Be in the society. Relevancy. That's you know? initially what it is. And it's with the box when I found out about the song The Box by Roddy Rich shout out to Roddy Rich shout out hey I honestly found out about this song because um, it's a car- it's a movie a cartoon probably from DreamWorks I never even seen this movie before but it was a guy dancing he was getting dressed and the meme was when your ex is, uh, your toxic ex is outside and he tells you to come you know come outside and talk and the guy's like getting dressed in a good ass because <laughs> like that toxic yeah you know shit is good for people for a while it's like yes I'm gonna get dressed to talk to my favorite toxic ex because he might have good sex and right. whatever and Roddy Rich the box was playing in the background I'm like this is such a this is a vibey ass song like 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 hey this song makes you want to dance and makes you in a good mood yeah it makes you want to like yeah get dressed and talk to your toxic ex. right like let's go with it and that's how I found out about the box. And then I found out about it was SpongeBob memes. SpongeBob memes don't die, people. At they all. They don't die. Y'all are forever legends. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you want to somewhat go viral or you want to somewhat make something happen, get yourself a good SpongeBob meme. Facts. Get yourself a good SpongeBob meme. I've noticed with the box, um, there was a lot of memes out there with. Uh, the box and a lot of them had something to do with either Spongebob or something extremely relatable and I think that's why that song got so successful I don't think it's the sole reason why that song got so successful but it's very important to think about music and the way that it's being shaped the movement that's pushing it and I can almost remember when memes first started being important and funny there was a select few friends that shared them and now memes you're not even a person if you have not shared a meme before i don't care if you're goth if you're weird if you're an introvert extrovert you've shared a meme and 
if your meme makes it, it's going to be shared in both communities, black, white, um, not both, but all communities, sorry, black, white, gray, orange, pink, purple, the United States, you know, different continents, whatever. If your meme is good, it's going to get shared. So if you're an artist and you can make your work into a meme, that is the quickest way to get clicks, revenue, numbers, um, because people love memes. People love relatable stuff. A meme is essentially just relatable. Look at what's going on with Tusi Slide. Look at what oh happened with Old Town Road. All these songs are big, you know, and it's because somebody just made a TikTok or video or like a a, a very relatable meme. So girl basket, girl basket. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> she killed her husband and she whacked, whacked them. And you know what I'm saying? To me, that like savage is clearly where that came from. So I I know you guys know Megan Thee Stallion's song Savage on her album or her EP. Like what if was that recently released? Um, she had a album release for Savage on Sugar. Yeah, Sugar. yeah. So Sugar. Shout out to Meg. Mm-hmm. And Savage is one of the songs that blew up on TikTok. And that's another thing. Like, what was the... Was it pure coincidence? Was it something that she pitched out to them? Like, yo, these kids on TikTok will love this. It, it You just never know. You just kind of expose yourself to opportunities exactly. to let those doors open for you. And those artists probably went out there and they was like, yo, there's somebody filming in my hometown. A big movie. You know, um, it's an action movie. A lot mm-hmm. of the songs I make go really well with action. Yeah. Let me just send them my sample or demo and see if they like anything. And you could happen to have a song that relates exactly to a scene, like we said earlier, exactly. in that movie or show. And guess what? Now they want you. Now you blow up. Like, Lucas Joyner. We Lucas, cannot have this conversation without talking about Lucas. Oh, Lucas... I think he's a surprise. Like, I, ever since he started, the thing about racism, then he talked about Will Smith, then he did the thing about everybody who passed on. So this is going to sound it, ignorant. I didn't it, know it, much it, about him until the Will Smith thing because Will is also my idol. So. You see? That's how relevant society... That's how relevancy Because yes, yes. Exactly. Because let's say he stopped at the first thing. He probably wouldn't have been heard by another 100% million people that have heard him today because he and was still Will relatable. It. Right. So you know how many followers he has? Do right. you know how many followers? Like Will Smith. Will Smith. Let me check this out. Shout out to Will Smith. That's Shout one, out to Will Smith. That's, that's cousin guy. Will. Cousin Will. Uncle Will. Will Smith is a good guy, man. Yes. Like that guy has great kids. Super talented. A lot of talent in his family. Smart. His beautiful wife. Forty four point. Not only is his his beautiful wife, it's Jada Pinkett Smith. That's Jada Pinkett. Like you cannot but go. But back to Lucas Joyner though, he did something that a lot of millennials can relate to. Yes. He expressed love for somebody who influenced us. I don't care who you are, Will Smith influenced you if you like fashion, you like clothes. If you like social media, if you like anything, film. if you like film, if you like comedy in Games. some way, shape, or form, if you are a millennial, it was definitely influenced by Will Smith. Exactly. He was everybody's favorite cousin in West 
Philadelphia, born and raised. And when he took his ass to Bel Air, guess what you did? You tuned in and watched every episode. You made fun of Carlton just like he did. Mm. You remember the hand clap with with Jazz. Uh-huh. You danced with Ashley when he was getting it with Ashley. Yeah. You, you, you was wishing that Uncle Will or Cousin Will was your uncle your cousin and Uncle Phil was your uncle and Aunt Viv light skin or dark skin was your Aunt Viv period that was such a good show it has so many different powerful moves to it like it made us fall in love with Will as a youngster and then we started seeing other things that he did and how good how much range he had yeah. so for somebody like Lucas Joyner to come out like yo like let's thank Will while he's here like he's give, he's been dropping some jewels on us exactly since we was like kids since probably some of us were still wearing diapers right you gotta respect let's, let's give this man it would happen after losing Cole so it's like let's give mm. our legends their roses now exactly and that's what his whole message was I actually watched uh, Will in the house yeah uh, have you seen that? I saw it. Um, so Will's in his basement in, in um, episode, I think two or three. He talks us to to Lucas Joyner. And, yeah. And I think that was so important, and I think that was also very relevant for somebody. And it was long due, overdue for somebody to give Will his praise. Exactly. That was dope. Yeah. And that video did be good for him, and it actually made Will emotional. Right. Because that video, when you watch it, every little green screen or every little resemblance that you see in the it movie, it was on point. And you remember exactly what happened, especially the pursuit of happiness. Every scene that he chose to, to like, bring into the whole what, comp of the work or the yeah. video was perfect for every message, every verse he was on. It yeah. made sense for this part to be him kissing his son as a pursuit of happiness. It exactly. made this sense for him to be transforming to the the fish from, the, was it Shark Tales? Mm-hmm. It made so much sense. Everything just fit. Everything fit. Everything was relevant. AF. Uh, AF. ASF. <laughs> AF. And AF. I think that's what's Real. important when it comes to being an artist now. Relevance. And don't ever forget to all those artists out there. I want I don't want you to hear what we're saying and think that you need to be trendy. No, you don't. You need to be yourself because trendy has changed, and I know you know that. Trendy has gone from being "Give me what you got" for a pork chop to "Give me something." Money bag, yo. Don't know anything about them, but you played them for me earlier. Right. One filming it, but whatever. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. But I think at the end of the day, <laughs> I feel like with music, if that's what you want to really do, you're going to take your earnest time and energy to give out the world the best because you're giving out to and the world. the best is for you. Like you right. You can be the type of artist that likes... You can't give yourself shit. Yeah, you can be the type of artist that likes old school vibe, 70s vibe, um, 80s vibe or now or futuristic vibe and blend it weird in. shit you could be that kind of artist and we need that and when I say don't get stuck in trendy I mean like don't get stuck in what you think is the wave you know what the craziest part of every is? wave started with something some, a new push you know yeah when the craziest part about this and this is what we're gonna say before we're gonna log off is 
this is the twenties, guys. This is twenty twenty. This is not twenty ten. Do you hear the difference? Twenty twenty means between twenty twenty and twenty thirty, there's gonna be a new wave of music. The way we say, oh, the seventies. The way we said the eighties. Yeah, we're gonna have the twenties music. We already have the tens. We have throwbacks now. Wow. We have throwbacks. And think about it like that. You you. You know what I'm talking about? Like, this is facts. <laughs> so, just put in your work. Put in your bag. Get create your music. That create that it's wave. Come out with the next wave. Come out with the little next it's little Uzi. Sh- you know, it's my turn, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's your turn, too, Maya. So, you guys, keep it, keep it locked. Keep watching because it's going to get really hot. And it's going to be sure a hot summer. Check out his song. Yes. Check out Best, Colorful Sounds 2. And also check out my Myers, M Y A, M Y I A M A R S on YouTube. Maya Mars on YouTube. Did I say it right? You said it right. Maya Mars. <laughs> it was very fun. This was a good one. I like this. I had I had a good time. Me too. This is how it is, guys. You know, we don't have time to be being serious and being. Formal. This is how we do it, live and direct. Middle day, cause I can't say late night. Cheers. You know we doing late night things. Yeah. Anyways, what? make sure to check us out. Please stay tuned. I enjoy your show every time. Thank you so much for coming on board. This is one of the best shows of the century. 